Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. This is now day 92 since we came back on the air. Um, so we wanted to let everybody know that there's a big mass of zombies moving across the campus football field. Some of them are getting penned up in the fencing over there, but they're slowly making their way through. Just, just be careful out there. Max, are you okay? You look really tired. I am really tired, but it's it's okay. No, really. You look really tired. Do you want me to take over the broadcast and get some sleep? No, no, it's not time for me to sleep yet. What's that supposed to mean? And why are we wasting gas on this discussion? Why don't we cut this short and come back later today or even tomorrow? No, no, there's too much to do. <sighs> That's why I'm so tired. I'm trying to make it so that I can do more, and this actually is what I wanted to talk about today with the listeners. You aren't going to be doing much of anything if you can't focus due to lack of sleep. Did you know that sleep deprivation impairs you just as much as being drunk? Really? Yes. I read a study once that said that being awake for more than 17 hours affected your concentration and coordination enough that it was equivalent of being too drunk to drive a car. Well, it's a good thing nobody's driving cars anymore. And what do you mean you're trying to make it so you can do more? I'm assuming you've heard of Leonardo da Vinci... Oh, no. I know exactly what you're doing. You need to stop. Too late. Too late. I'm a full day in, and I'm committed to it now. Listeners, for those of you who don't know, Leonardo da Vinci was one of the greatest artists and inventors in history. He did so much that there has been a lot of speculation about how he managed to fit it all into a single lifetime. And one of the things they think he might have done is change how he structured his sleep so he could be awake more. It's called polyphasic sleep, and it's never been proven that that's what he did, and trying to do it is very dangerous. What if someone hears you and tries it themselves and then stumbles into a patch of zombies because they weren't watching what they were doing? But think of the benefits if it works. Listeners, let's make a bargain. I'm going to tell you how I'm doing this, but I need all of you to promise not to try it yourselves until I've reported back on how it went and what my experience was, okay? That better, Dr. Clark? Not really. But since when have I ever been able to talk you out of doing or saying crazy things? Since never. Okay, so here's the deal, listeners. Polyphasic sleep is basically the idea that instead of sleeping in one big chunk, you break it up into smaller bits and sleep at intervals throughout the day and night. It forces you to be more efficient with your sleep, which gives you more waking time to get things done. You're insane. You know that, right? Did you think of this idea when you were already tired and sleep-deprived? As a matter of fact, I did. But what's that got to do with anything? I just told you about how being too sleepy is like being drunk, didn't I? Anyway, so this is something that you have to train your mind and body to do. It's a very different way of sleeping than normal, so it would be like trying to switch to walking on your hands. You can't just start doing it. You have to build up to it until you're used to it. And in this case, what that means is being awake a lot to force your brain to get as much as it can out of every opportunity to sleep you give it. (sighs) Ah, So here's what you do. You set down nap times, and you stick to them rigidly. There are lots of ways to do this, but I'm going for the one Da Vinci used, which is a 20-minute nap roughly every four hours. In fact, right after the broadcast, it'll be time for my next one. 
The problem is that it's hard to get to sleep right away. So in the early stages, you might not get any sleep or maybe just five minutes of actual sleep, but you still have to get up when the 20 minutes is up, no matter what. At first, this is no big deal, but after a while, you get pretty tired. So it takes a lot of discipline. You have to get up at the end of your nap time no matter what, and you can't sleep at all until time for the next one. Eventually, your brain figures out that when you lay down, this is its only opportunity for sleep, and it had better take advantage of it. How much research did you do about this before the world ended? I know for a fact that Agnes hasn't brought back any books about this. A little, but not a lot, I confess. And how far into the process are you so far? Started yesterday afternoon. Okay, folks. Since I know I won't be able to talk him out of it, the next couple of days should be very interesting. Oh, so you know how I said that there were lots of ways to do polyphasic sleep? Some of them have names. You know what Da Vinci's was called? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. The Uberman. Isn't that great? Yeah, great. I will say this about this latest harebrained scheme, Max. It'll serve as a cautionary tale for everybody listening. Maybe you'll do some good by accident. Oh, and you're also confined to the station for a while. You are not going outside in your present condition. Fair enough. Okay, well, like I said, it's nap time. I'll be back tomorrow with another report. Until then, for Dr. Rosalind Clark and Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.